When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Barb Knows Best, the podcast. I'm Michelle Maros, your co-host. And it's a lovely rainy day, and I'm here with my mother, Barb Schmidt, peaceful Barb, her happy smiley face staring back at me, which is always a joy. Well, we are. You're right. Good morning. Good morning. It's a nice rainy day here in Florida. We are in the summer. We are officially in rainy season, hurricane season, all the seasons here. So So funny sidebar before we hop into things. It's recently come to my, um, I had a realization last week that um, you hold, so uh, growing up I loved Winnie the Pooh. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> you did. You know, we, we, as we most did. do. And I love the rain. I love a rainy day. I love co- being cozy at home. I love, you know, alone time. And you are very high energy, um, wants to go, wants to do, wants to be on the move. And we were in a meeting last week and you were in your most high energy self and I was in my most want to snuggle up and sleep self. And it hit me that I have big your energy and you have big Tigger energy. And... <laughs> This is just coming to you? It's coming to me because I'm like, it's just so perfect. So I've been like looking at memes of like Eeyore and Tigger and like, you know, Tigger bounces around and and Eeyore just sits in the rain. So it's a rainy day. So this Eeyore is very happy. <laughs> I do love rainy days, but once in a while, not every day. Yeah. Well, it is yeah. summertime in Florida, yeah. so. But I just thought that that was funny. Yeah. A nice little mental image for you all listening to picture us as the cast of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> well, I, and you're you're wearing orange today, so you're wearing Tigger's oh, colors today. So, but anyways, well, I, just, I do think that one of the things I would I would like to say about that is I have really been making a mindful choice, huge mindful choice to be one pointed, which we did an episode on that a few weeks ago. Yeah, how's that going, um, everyone? Being one pointed and being present and not doing a lot of things at one time and staying patient and just, I've been making such an effort at that. Um, noticing that my intention has, has been scattered over the past, um, 
Yeah, you have months, been making an effort. It gives me a tremendous energy. So, you know, okay. you know how I, we always talk about being scientists and our lives are all an experiment. And so I've really noticed that my energy is up. I, I agree. Um, I can have Tigger energy, but I also like alone time. I also like quiet time and all of that. But I love it when I'm on or when I need to do things. I love my energy to be be where, um, I guess, in alignment, actually, with the things that I need to do and how I want to present and show up in the world. So I've been noticing that. So It is true. You, you have been making a conscientious effort, mm-hmm. and I, I can bear witness and be a testimony to your energy has been high, and you've been, you know, in the episode of, of being present that we did, which if you have not listened, go ahead and go back and listen, but... Um, you give your all mm-hmm. because you're so present lately to what you're doing and it does make a difference. So kudos to yeah. you, little Tigger. Yeah. <laughs> little Eeyore over here little is, Eeyore. is just trucking along. Um, but I want to say you're it, with the, with the, um, with what we're going to talk about today. Actually, it's perfect. It's perfect it? that you're wearing Tigger colors. Oh yeah, yeah, it is perfect. Yeah, it's so good, and you guys are not going to hear this. This, is, like, this is going to be a another I've great, lost the plot. Another great episode. Yeah. So um, today we wanted to talk about being mindful of the company that you keep. Yeah, because we can actually become. We can company. actually take on the behaviors and the the thoughts and the ideas and the actions. Which is why and me wearing Tigger colors is she's influenced me so, so deeply. I'm, I'm morphing actually. And there's the GIF that I've been sending you of yeah. Tigger bouncing around, mm-hmm. um, putting stripes on Eeyore. Oh, wow. that's right. Oh my gosh. Eeyore is becoming the company that he keeps. Yeah, that's a, I love it. Wow. That's the whole it's, podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's something that, that you and I talk about often and, you know, even as a kid, when I would talk about friends and things like that, you would always impress upon me of, you know, you are the company that you keep, who's influencing you, you know, what energy are you surrounding yourself with? What, what do your friends value? Because, you know, ultimately it'll kind of blend into, into you. And, you know, I think that this is an old adage, of course, but it's, it's so timely right now because we live in this hyper influential world where we're being um, influenced from left and right by so many, you know, it's not just our personal lives anymore. It's not just our friends and family. We have a whole other realm, a whole other world of, of influence with the internet. And, and it's not an accident that people are calling themselves influencers. influencers. Of course. I never, I never heard that word when I was growing up. No, that wasn't was a word. Around. It wasn't a word, but now it's major. Yeah, and so I think it's so easy to get lost in that fold, to have your identity and who you really are get lost in that fold of an extremely influential world. And, of course, when you start to, and we've talked about this in other episodes, like lose your sense of self and deny who you really are, that leads to a lot of sadness and anxiety and, and confusion because as we've said so many times, you know, we're all here for a purpose, for a reason. We have unique paths. We have unique qualities and, and points of view. And that matters. You know, our all individ, our individuality, our uniqueness matters. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. And 
it's hard sometimes in this world that we live in to push aside all like the cloud of influence that kind of comes over us, um, you know, and getting lost in that fold. So yeah, that's why we wanted to talk about that this week. We've got a lot of great stuff to share today. Um, because it's true. And I think one of the things that the previous episode to this one that you'll hear in a few weeks, um, we talked a lot about emotions. And I think where where I, um, when I think about we become the company we keep and really being mindful of the people that we're spending the most time with, you know, if you think about, if you're, you know, the average of, you know, five, six, seven, that little circle of that many people, um, you know, they have, a, they have the ability to influence you greatly. And it really makes a difference who you surround yourself with. And, and it's just, it's, it, it absolutely affects and influences your emotions as well. And I think that's what I was really keen in on when we was thinking about this episode today is um, I was thinking about, you're just talking about me being Tigger and you being Eeyore and just the energy and all of that. We've had so much fun. We had such a great day yesterday doing, doing a lot of work and it was just so much fun and we were laughing and we were really having a great time. And I was thinking about, in preparation of talking today with you, I'll um, ever notice how you feel positive and upbeat um, with the people that you're around. Ever notice how hanging out with someone, you know, when you're around positive, upbeat, happy, fun, lucky, go, uh, happy-go-lucky people, that it affects your mood and it can actually lift our moods or spending time with someone who's yeah, draining your energy or that's really down the old energy vampires. Yeah. It can drain your joy or drain your energy. And, um, what I wanted to share is there, I, you know, I'm always sharing research with you guys and there's, there's two researchers, uh, Elaine Hatfield at the university of Hawaii and John Capiopo at the university of Chicago said that there's, um, they've discovered that there's a thing called emotional contagion. And I was so fascinated by this. Like, it what is like emotional? A movie. I know it does. What is emotional contagion? And it basically means that we absorb the feelings and the emotions of the people around us. Um, and I think that's so interesting. And, and they go on to say that it's due to our natural tendency that we as humans, that we have a natural tendency to mimic the people around us. So that just blew my mind because it's true. If you have to, if you have to, actually take a second to think about it. It's true. So I thought that that was really fascinating that we, we, we as humans have a natural tendency to mimic the people around us. So it even, for me, it even makes this more um, urgent, mm-hmm. especially in the day that we, the times and the days that we live in today to be mindful and really noticing how the people that you're spending the most time with are affecting you and, and taking a look at the emotion emotions first. I have so many things that I want to say. It's like so many thoughts racing through my mind as you were talking, because there's just so much that comes up for me in this, in this topic. But since you're talking first about this emotional contagion, you know, for so many years of my life, I kind of thought of myself as a chameleon Mm -hmm. that I could kind of shift shape shift you know, wherever I was to fit in to, to be like my surroundings or to be like the people that I was around, you know? And even when we did the episode about how I decided to stop drinking, that, you know, holds true, um, in this regard too, because if I was with a bunch of people that wanted to party, I could shapeshift into the partier, but then on the flip side, I could shapeshift into, you know, doing yoga teacher training and being very mindful of, health and wellness and spirituality. And 
I think we all, to a degree, go through periods of time where we kind of take on the people and the energy around us because we're trying to find ourselves, especially as young people. And in that phase that I'm talking about, I was in my 20s, early 20s, late 20s. And I think we all go on these journeys to figure out who we really are. And sometimes you have to try things out and to know that it's not right for you. But I remember so deeply towards my towards the end of my 20s, just being so tired of feeling like the chameleon and wanting to finally just be whatever lizard I was and not always picking up the different colors and styles and personalities of whoever I was with because it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think so many of us go through that. And I know there's, you know, we all have aspects of our lives where we have to be a certain way. You know, when you go to work, you have to be a little more professional and when, you know, all of that for sure. But I say all that to say that, like, if you can start to really cultivate and own, you know, your lizard and not, you know, shapeshift all the time, I think you'll also find that you'll have so much more energy and sense of peace because it is really exhausting being affected by that emotional contagion that you're talking about all the time. And I think it's so beautifully shared, Michelle, because I think then be it, just really being aware, you know, we, we do talk about awareness and just being aware because I think why this study really impacted me is we're not really just simply talking about peer pressure here because we talk, I mean, peer pressure has been talked about for as long as I've been on the planet. And I think we've always talked about that in life and many know about peer pressure, but um, you know, peer pressure is, is one thing, but I think this study is telling us that we can deliberately act in a certain way just to fit into a group. And, yeah. in, and instead of it, um, instead of it actually being that it, part of it is to fit in, but the other part of it is that it's part of our human nature, part of our humanity, and it's all unconscious. That's what I think is so phenomenal about it. It's largely unconscious, I believe. And so beneath the awareness, you know, it's so interesting beneath the, you're not aware, but beneath the awareness. So that's why it's so important to rise ourselves up to becoming aware, which is a, which is largely about what this whole episode is about. Your brain is constantly picking up on, on behaviors and attitudes and words and thoughts and messages and cues and all the things from the people around us, which all of that in affects and determines the behavior and then, i.e., the actions that we will take. And I think what is important about that is when we start to become aware, we actually realize how some people that are in our inner circle of the five people or six people or whatever it is, it can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. It can be really detrimental to our lives. Of course. Um, because I think, too, you know, we often use the analogy of meditation and mindfulness that it's like peeling back the layers of an onion when you're coming home to yourself. You know, you get back the first layer and the second layer, so on and so forth. And I think of when I think of influence and who we are in our individuality, it's, it's like a layer of an onion. Like you start with your, your family and who you, you know, you're born into this world and, and, you know, your family values and, and how that influences you as like your core center of the onion. And then, you know, then you think about your friends and, and then, you know, your social settings as like another layer 
And then you think about your environmental surroundings, like your town, geographical influence. And then you think about work and and that influence. And then you think about, you know, the internet and that influence and like where you spend your time and where you spend your mental energy living. And it's like when you think about all those layers of influence and then you have yourself in the center of like individual you, it's kind of mind-blowing to think about how many layers of influence you have to get through to get to that center core. And if we're not mindful and have that awareness that you're talking about to kind of come home to yourself or stay true to t- straight, stay true to you or be mindful in that way, you can see how easy it is to get lost in whatever layer you're you're currently in. But I say all that because I don't know if we necessarily think of, of all of these different factors and levels um, every single day that we're faced with that can shape us and shift us and mold us, you know, our worldview. Um, you even talk about how you you're the oldest in your your family growing up and you lived in certain areas and then your younger siblings lived in other areas. And even the geographical differences of your family, because you had already moved out of the house, you know, you're have different viewpoints. We have totally different upbringings and in many ways. Um, and I just, I think it's important to note that because so often, especially these days we talk about, we feel so divided and we feel so different and it's just, you have to think about the influence and, and where we are and how that impacts us. Yeah. And I think to give an ex- a simple example of that, a really simple one that's easily understood but powerful is, let's just say you're with a group of your friends, with with your inner circle. Let's just call it that. The, the people that you spend the most time with, we'll just call the inner circle. You're with them and you just had a major success in your work and you are on cloud nine and you come to your friends and you're telling them how excited you are and your energy is so excited and you're so proud of yourself and you're so happy. And if one or more of the people in that circle doesn't congratulate you, doesn't say, oh my gosh, this is so fantastic. We are so happy for you. Um, I think that's a, a little alarm bell needs to go off in your mind because what what can happen if you hang around with people like that that can't step outside of themselves and be genuinely happy for you, especially in your successes. Um, you will start, you, you will either distance yourself and get angry or whatever it is, and, and it'll, it'll do a number on you, or you'll to continue to try to fit in or continue to try to keep that relation or to make them relationship mm-hmm. going. Or, Definitely. You'll make yourself smaller. You'll say, Oh, well, it, you know, your inner, um, voice might say to you, oh, well, you know, I guess it wasn't really that big a deal. That, that might be why they didn't congratulate me or she didn't say something. So you get this idea that, wow, I need to keep myself smaller. Um, I can't really express myself when I'm having a really happy, joyful day because I did a, a successful thing. So I think it's real. That's why this is so important. And this, this topic today is crucial to your life because spending more time with the people that inspire you, that light you up, that are willing to be truthful with you and that you feel like you matter and that you, you actually are in alignment with yourself. And so you actually do fit in because you're actually being able to be who you are and you're learning and growing from them and they're learning and growing from you. It's really a mutual relationship has actually, I think it is one of the major keys for changing your life. Mm-hmm. for helping you be successful and happy and doing all the things 
that we truly as human beings want to be able to do. So I think it's important to choose carefully the company that you keep, the people that you spend the most time with, because they can influence so much of how you feel about yourself and what you think about your own life and the paths and the, and the, the ideas and the actions that you want to take. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I think that's such a, a powerful piece of advice because, and I don't mean this to come across that we're all so flaky and flimsy and so easily influenced, but it doesn't take a long time to, to be influenced by people. You know, if, if you're surrounded by maybe people that don't have your best interests at heart or, um, hold completely different worldviews than you, um, it's, it doesn't take long to get caught up in in that with other people if you're so close to them. Like I think about some friends who I've talked to in the past who have gotten married and, you know, have taken on beliefs of their spouses and just how quickly that can happen. Um, so I, I really just think, just like with everything else that we talk about, that awareness and just being present to what's at play is is really important and helpful here. And I think it's why I started with emotions. So really, we, we, we are asking of ourselves and asking of you and wanting to share this with you to check in with yourself. Like if you go in with your group and say, I just had the most successful day at work and, and they aren't truly happy and giving you the accolades that you rightfully deserve, check in with yourself and see how you're feeling in that moment. Well, because like if, you always say, the body doesn't lie. No, and if, and if, and if, you're, feeling, if you're feeling sad and you're feeling like, wow, this is really an important deal for me and they're not really acknowledging it. Let me, let me see what I need to do about that. Or let me see what, how this is making me feel. And I think Michelle, what, what I, why I started with emotions, but why I started with that study is it's exactly what you're saying. I love this study because it's actually saying that we do take on, we mimic other people or we do take on, we mirror other people because it is a natural tendency of, of human existence so I think, you know, I'm always looking for ways, not necessarily to let us off the hook, 
No, none ex- of this is critical or judgmental no. because this is my no. own experience no, and no, nothing no. else. I love this because it explains it to me. So sometimes if I'm trying to fit in or I'll let something slip by me, um, it, it explains why I do that. So I don't need to beat myself up and say, Barb, you know what, you, you felt this way and you knew that you probably should have exited that relationship a long time ago. What kept you in there so long? I mean, how often do we do that as people? Wow. It took me so long to figure out that this person truly wasn't, didn't have my best interest and wasn't a great friend. What took me so long? So instead of that, now after seeing this study, it's, it's human tendency, it's human nature. So it is, I have, you know, my favorite teacher, James Finley, he always says, I always say, you know what, sometimes what takes us so long and he'll always say, you know what, it takes what it takes. It takes what it takes. And I love that because (laughs) it keeps us from beating ourselves up. We are not meant to get everything and be perfect. So I love that. If I feel like I'm getting into a place of, of trying to fit in and, and hanging around maybe longer than I needed to, sometimes I'll just say that, you know, Barb, it takes what it takes. You got it now. You became well, aware and now it's time to wish them well from afar and move on. Well, and also you, there's that quote that you love about that. It takes a life. It takes an, an instant to get it. Is it? It takes an instant to get something into the head or into the mind or into the brain, and it can take a lifetime for it to come down into the heart. So basically, it can take a lifetime for us to really understand that thing that came into the head, that that message or that experience that came into the mind. Um, but it can take it can take a lot longer, and sometimes, but even even if the head gets it and the heart gets it, it, the action still, still, yeah, it can take a while because I think. To your point, we are, I think humans are, are deeply rooted in, in habits and comfort and what we know. And even if what we know isn't necessarily what's right for us, sometimes we think that it's better than what's the unknown, the scary world out there of, of the people that we don't even know. And we want to be liked and we want to be you know, we want to have friends. Familiar, and we want to feel um, that we're not alone. And I think that can keep us in the inner circles, like you said, that might maybe aren't the most supportive or maybe aren't the most aligned. And I and, think I just want to give a little, a little caveat here that we're not, in this episode, we're not telling you when, once you listen to this to go break up with all your friends or go exit the relationships or oh, like no. make some major changes right away. This is just really about becoming aware and starting to, if you're having lower energy or if you're feeling like things aren't going quite right with a particular relationship, whether just kind of check in with yourself and start to become, you know, um, a little bit more aware and, and ask yourself and be comfortable with yourself and see what's going on for you just so that you can become aware and maybe that will help you ask for what you need um, in a certain relationship and, and, you know, in a kind and loving way, but asking for what you need because you'll be more conscious of how it's affecting your or what's happening for you. Well, I think it's twofold. I think going back to the episode of becoming your own best friend and, and, you know, when we asked ourselves all those important questions of who we are and what we want and what we value, if you have those answers in mind, thinking about that, you know, when you're with other people, do those answers line up, you know, and do you feel like it's aligned? And again, not saying that you have to go tomorrow and cut everybody off, but just start to notice. (coughs) Sorry. Had a tickle and start to notice, you know, your body doesn't 
doesn't lie. So how do you feel in certain, like, again, we always say this probably ad nauseum, but we're scientists of our lives. So start to notice in certain situations how you feel and does it feel, do you have the pit in your stomach like you talk about, or do you feel at home or do you feel at peace or at ease or like you can kind of relax your shoulders and just, you know, not be so uptight and clenched and, you know, starting to notice all of those things in your environment. But for me, my biggest intention with this episode was just to start to open up the conversation of the influence that the internet has on us because yes to all of those things of the people, but the internet, I mean, if you think about our screen time, my screen time every day is super high. So I'm probably with the internet these days more than I'm with my people. Well, certainly in the past few years, most of course, of us have, yeah, have been because of the and, pandemic. So that's you so know true. on social. So much of our work is on social media. So I'm on social media a lot, and you know, thinking about if you're scrolling on an app and seeing someone's content, how does that make you feel? Thinking about if you follow a bunch of people and they put out stuff that makes you doubt yourself or makes you think that you have to change yourself. And there's a huge conversation right now with just the energy of social media, with the filters of making you feel like you have to look a certain way. And then when you come back to real life off of social media, you don't look like your filtered version, which is like pushing a huge uptick and, you know, a lot of cosmetic enhancements, which is a whole other thing. But it goes to say that we are so deeply influenced by social media because we spend so much time there. And it was my hope to add to that piece of the company that you keep of like, if you're scrolling and someone's content makes you feel bad about yourself, you know, you don't, you can unfollow or mute if it's a friend that you feel like would, would be an issue to, um, to actually unfollow, but start to notice how you feel when you're taking in people's content, because that is the world that we're shifting into. And that is like the energy of, of our lives these days. And I think that that holds just as much of a a place in our lives like actual relationships do. I mean, I know in the episode last week, I talked about the stories I wrote about a friend that I thought was mad at me. And a lot of that stemmed from um, some interactions on social media. So um, I just say that to start to like be mindful of the places that you hang out and the people that you hang out with in the digital sphere as well, because it's starting to become as we, we spend as much time there as we do in our physical lives. Because it's real. You're right. It's as real. I mean, the, the internet world is as real as the, 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 well, it's as real and it's like the also just world. not real, you know? No, I meant it's real. No, it, I know it, it affects us. It affects re- us, yeah. but it's we, right. We base so much of our self-worth and our confidence on things that we yeah. see online. Well, because people post their highlight reels, right? Of it's course. Like, it's but, so interesting. But also it isn't, actually real because you can be filtered, you can be photoshopped, you can be, again, posting your highlight reel, but I'm judging my life based on what I'm seeing. And then I'm looking at myself completely unfiltered, you know, on my, maybe not my best day. And that impacts me mentally. And so it's just, again, something to be aware of when you're scrolling or when you're looking like, how do you get that pit in your stomach? Do you start to feel sad? And I know the days where I'm online more often than I usually am, it it's not good for my mental health. Well, and I think that's, it's so um, 
well said and importantly said, Michelle, because I think when we use the word we become or we're greatly influenced by the company we keep, that word company encompasses everything. So really, if you wanted to change that word, we become the surroundings. We are the product of our surroundings. So in surroundings is everything. Surroundings is friends. Surroundings is family. Surroundings is food. Surroundings is uh, movies. I can't watch a violent movie. It deeply affects me. I just cannot watch a violent movie. And so I know that about myself. So, um, and internet. Or even like our, our good friend loves, um, true crime podcasts. I'm like, I could never, I mean, it just, I get too sensitive about that. So I just want to say we become a product of of our surroundings. So maybe that's a, a broader, more encompassing word that we could use. Uh, for this episode, because it is true. And so what I love so much about using that word, because I, I like you, Michelle, I pay attention to how I'm affected um, by the internet, or I pay attention to because I don't, I already know places that I won't go because I, I know that they are not good for me. I know that it's not something that's going to inspire me and and make me feel like I want to go out and live my best life. And so what I love about all of this and everything that we're saying is that I believe the greatest blessing of being a human being is that we always have a choice. Mm-hmm. I think having the ability to choose, there is no animals can't choose. I mean, there's no other, you know, we are really blessed that we have this we, ability to true. be able to choose. So even though we are in a very real way, the product of our surroundings, or we become the company that we keep, we also can choose our surroundings in many cases, sometimes not all cases, but in many cases, and we certainly, if we can't choose sometimes uh, our surroundings, we certainly can determine how we process, how we interpret it, how we take it in, how we digest it. So if we're looking at something on social media, knowing that everyone is posting their highlight reels and that when they're sitting at home just like we are, without the makeup, without the things, they, they look as real as we do. And so I think it's really, really, really important to understand that you have a choice and in certain instances maybe where you are not necessarily able to directly choose your surroundings, you actually can determine and decide how you're going to take it in, how you're going to interpret it and how you're going to process it for your own life. Mm-hmm. And so it goes back to choosing your friends wildly and surrounding yourself with the best in most cases. You know, maybe it's not going to be a hundred percent of the time but finding those people that elevate you, finding the movies that you walk out of and just feel really, really happy or just feel like your heart's been served, you know, like you're you're nourished and your heart just feels so good. And in choosing events that inspire you, mm-hmm. choosing people that inspire you. And I think... And podcasts. And podcasts. All the, yeah, all the, yeah, <laughs> all the things, you know, and embracing those habits within yourself or the habits that you see in other people that will improve you or will will inspire you or will motivate you to be the best version of yourself because isn't that's what I feel like I'm here to continue to be the best version of who I am not the best version of the internet or the people out there but to constantly becoming learning and growing and becoming the best version of who I am so well it's just every day you show up with the intention to do your best yeah and that can be different from day to day. It always is different from day to day. So I think that's a good thing. But what's interesting too, is that we haven't talked about a specific aspect of influence that you and I both have uh, gone down the rabbit holes of within the past few years. 
Oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> For some reason, I'm drawing a blank. Well, your your rabbit hole was a little bit longer ago than mine, but you know, in these COVID times, you went through a period where you were like addicted to watching the news. Oh, and COVID, um, I call it COVID one. COVID one. Like her, the but first phase. To of note COVID. that her COVID one two three does not align with the the worldly view of COVID one two three. So don't don't so use her phase. metrics. First phase personally. Of yeah, and I'm and what's so <laughs> but, ironic about that is I'm I'm not a news watcher. No, and and you and I kind of isolated. We weren't together but right. we would see each other and nobody else and so whenever I would come over to her house like every tv in her house had the news on I'm like this is an insane asylum over here um you could not stop um and it affected it you. affected my energy and and I'll, I'll just give you the the rationale that I had why I couldn't stop when COVID started happening and I I had to obviously wanted to inform myself so I wasn't leaving, leaving the house except to walk my dog um, when COVID started happening, I wanted to hear what what, what is this? I want to I want to hear what people were saying about it and what this was. And when when they started making these predictions about mm-hmm. the number of deaths, yeah, and the greater the number got, the more anxious I became. And there was a part of me that in, truly could not imagine that this was going to be true. I couldn't allow myself to imagine that this was going to be true. That this kind of suffering and this kind of death was going to happen. No, we're we're going to be able to figure this out sooner than that. And so in my mind, I had I had my myself all built up that I got to keep watching this so that that could be a reality. I thought the more I keep watching this, sure enough, I'm going to turn the TV on the next morning and the next morning and the next morning and I'm going to hear, "Oh, we just we we just figured out a way to um, you know, to cure this or to stop the plague of this or to stop the spread of this." We're so happy to report that we're not going to have these hundreds of thousands of people dead by May. And it didn't happen. And I remember thinking, wow, now it's time, Barb, for you to see how this is affecting your energy. And it was like maybe the second to third phase of COVID where I turned turned it off and only read what I needed to read um, online just to get the highlights and to see what exactly was happening in the world. So, yeah. I think it that speaks to the. Um, I mean, aw- you were recording specific people's broadcasts because you liked them so much. I was. It was really. It was so out of character for me. It's funny to think back on it. It is, and I think it's it's really just another example of awareness, right? Because you know, I I'm a journalism major. I went to school for journalism, so I I kind of nerd out about breaking news and getting to the bottom of stories and finding out all of the details and being my own investigative reporter about situations. So, you know, I think the past few years have certainly been noteworthy and newsworthy. There's always a, a breaking story and that's what, what pulls me in. And I like to be in the know. I like to be educated and knowledgeable about what's happening in our world. But certainly there's been so many things that's happened, especially in this past year, that's you walk into my apartment and I'll just have the news on all the time. And you're like, you've got to stop because it's affecting you mentally. And I, again, having that awareness, it's just important to know. And I think this isn't, we're not telling anyone to not stay away, aware and keep up with what's happening because it's important to be knowledgeable but there's that balance of getting the information and going down the rabbit hole Definitely. and i'm very often with the news go you, down to that go down i got that. my computer with twitter 
I'm refreshing Twitter. I've got the news on and and then I've got my phone with whatever else. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that um, my take on the news, because I get this question a lot from people, um, I don't want, I don't ever want to give the impression that I'm not uh, informed and that I don't want to be informed. I'm not someone who's kind of sticks her head in the sand and just says, okay, what I don't know can't hurt me. Um, I want to be informed. So my take on it has always been this, that, I want to know what's happening and I want to be informed of the facts of what are happening, but I don't need to hear 30 to 40 to 50, whatever amount of people's opinions about the facts. The talking or, heads. Yeah, or the thoughts about the facts or what they think is going to happen because they're what they think is going to happen. I can figure that out for myself. I can use my own brain and think, okay, now I've got the facts of what's actually happening. Now what do I think the the, the outcome could be? So not to spend so much time on that, but I think the news and, and all of the things, uh, when we say surroundings, be careful of the surroundings, be mindful, be wise, make your choices smart in how it affects you and make good choices that will, will ultimately lift you up and impact you um, with some value. I always think about being around people that have something of value to share with you because that 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 is very that's a value for you. We talked about, you know, what do you value? What matters well, inspiring, most? Inspiring, uplifting, so, yeah, hopeful. Because it's going to impact you greatly. And it's going to impact you, I think, when I'm around people that really inspire and lift me up, like the work that we're doing here, I think of all of you out there, you inspire me to no end. I love, I she love, does. I love knowing. We do. No, I just, I love, I love it. And so I think about that. And so that's a value to me. You are a value to me being here. And this is, for me, what matters most. Like, how can I show up and share my experiences? So I think we just, those little places in your lives where you can look at how you're feeling, how it's affecting you, and what are some thoughts and actions and little tweaks here that you can make uh, in the surroundings. Um, and noticing are, are those places you. that are that are influencing you to, to be smaller than you are or to, like you were saying earlier, to dilute yourselves. Yeah, never, ever, ever make yourself smaller to fit in or to accommodate or to just think about that for a minute. Make You're yourself allowed smaller. to take up space. Yeah, I mean, we heard these things, but do it. I mean, really, you you are here to take up space. Not, not only just you're allowed, because I say that a lot as well, but I've lately been thinking that's why we're here. We need all all of you to take up space. We need all of your energy, all of your ideas, all of your creativity, all of your, we don't need everyone to be the same person and trying to fit in. We need all of you to be the unique, incredible, magnificent selves that you are. So take up all the space that you need and really get comfortable in your own skin and, and really look and decide who you are. And then what are the surroundings and the people and the places and the movies and the things that you want to be around Mm -hmm. Um, I want to just share one more thing, I think, as we start to wrap this episode up. And it's from Brene Brown, who I've been obsessed with her lately because I love her new book, Atlas of the Heart. She is obsessed with Atlas I mean, of the Heart. I love Brene Brown, and I've just kind of been obsessed. And I remember listening. She has to, it on audio and, and the book. And the, the, the book, book is beautiful. Um, but I remember listening to one of her talks, and I went back as we were preparing for this episode, and I went back to listen to it again. And I want to share it with all of you because it's amazing. And it goes right in alignment with um, not making yourself smaller to fit in. And she says this, I thought about something I taught my kids when they were in elementary school. 
I used to ask them to cup their hands and put them in front of me. And I said, in your hand is your flame. It's your soul. It's your light. You need to surround yourself with friends who, when your light is shining bright, don't feel the need to blow it out. And I just got goosebumps and I almost felt like I was going to cry as I was reading that last part. Surround yourself with friends who, when your light is shining bright, when you are feeling like on top of the world and, oh my gosh, because this is why we're here. Because how often are we not feeling on top of the world? Because it's so hard. Life is hard. We can do the hard things that Glennon Doyle talks about. So we have to do the hard things because life is so hard. But when you are shining bright, when you're at your brightest, you don't want to be, you don't, it, it doesn't feel good. And it's not in our best interest to be around people that want to blow that light out. And for you to think that you need to blow the light out so that you fit in. Well, and also, your light isn't dimmed by somebody else's light being bright. Right. There's enough you know, for everyone. Like, my light can be bright. Your light yes. can be bright. Yes. and We can be bright together. <laughs> everyone's yes. light can be bright. Yeah. Um, and we make a beautiful yeah. array of light. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up on the flip side, I just wanted to just quickly... Um, talk about, you know, we talk about being influenced by other people, but then also what, how are you influencing other people? You know, what, what role do you play mm. in your surroundings? And what's interesting is you get a lot of questions from people asking about um, parenting mm -hmm. and how do you teach or how, how did you teach me about mindfulness? And, you know, we're so close and, how did you do that? And did you have me meditating as a kid and all of that stuff? You get that question. I do a lot. Almost every day. Mm -hmm. um, and the common answer that you give to people is, you know, you, and I, obviously that was my experience. I can say, you know, you never pushed any of that, of that on me, but you were the model. You set a precedence. You, um, I was the example. You were the example and you planted the seed. And I, I think, you know, with parenting, of course, the, the, you're, you're your child's first role model. So what precedent are you setting? But then even in any other relationship, you know, what, how are you making people feel with your energy and with your, um, actions and words and, and morals? And how do you show up with your group of friends? Like when people are with you, how do you, like, what kind of energy do you bring to the table? Are you the Eeyore? <laughs> Are you the Tigger? Um, you know, so I think obviously life goes both ways, you know, we, and we have to make sure that we're cleaning up our side of the street as well. Um, are you that, that energy drain for your group of friends or, you know, whatever it might be. But I think if we can start to, because we've been talking so much about tools and tapping into ourselves and knowing who we are, knowing what we value, you know, being that model for the people in our personal lives and our towns and our communities and our work. Um, that's something that's, that's really cool. So important, Michelle. I'm so happy that you brought this up. And I think so beautifully said, uh, really beautifully said, and I'll just add one more thing about parenting. It's, you know, I think it's why we're spending so much time today and even in the last episode when, when you guys listen to that one in a few weeks on emotions. It's so important to allow your children to feel their emotions and allow them to be able to speak to you and for you to be able to acknowledge them and vice versa. And so I'm saying that 
mostly to say that it is so important that like if we mess up or that if we, you know, like I've been meditating for 38 years, I am far from perfect. I am far from, um, I'm, I'm, I get angry. I get, I make so many mistakes. I do all the same things that everyone else does. I'm just more aware. Meditation has made me more aware and more mindful. And I know how I need to course correct myself. I know what's happening for myself in every moment. That's really the basic difference. So I can show up. It's like a compass. Yeah, it's a compass. So it's so important because I know I was, you know, meditating all those years when you were growing up. And so if, if I would lose my temper or something, I'd say, oh, you know, Michelle, I'm really sorry that that happened. Um, or I'm sorry that I lost my temper or it's okay to just be exactly who you are and not try to be anything other than that. Thinking that you have to model perfection, model authenticity, like mm-hmm, just be exactly sure. who you are and just show that up. Is like that is an important point of not trying to be some idealized perfectionistic version of what you think you should be for other people too. just being who you are and being vulnerable and being authentic and, we all mess up. And I think wh- I, wh- where I was going with that too is I think that's probably what draws you, drew you into this possibly. And I think draws people into this, into the work that we do is because we are sharing our experiences and sharing the experience of life and the things that, um, you know, that matter and all of that, of course. But I think at the, at the really raw level, we're sharing that in order to be the most authentic person, you walk the walk of what you're doing in life. And so you're, you're really being present to what's happening for yourself in the moment. And so you can actually, you know, I said this already, course correct, but you can actually, like, you don't have to carry the burden of a mistake for, for years and years and years or whatever, because you, you really are aware in every moment mm-hmm. after it's done. So you actually can then take that action. So I think possibly that that's what we model the most as human beings. If we can actually be our true authentic self, I think probably what we model the, the most beautiful and probably what you saw as you were growing up was a mother that got really, really impatient at times, but then all of a sudden was able to course correct and be the most loving patient that I could possibly be in the next breath. You know, like it was not a, well, I think what you modeled for me was that awareness and that, resiliency of being so present you can see when you've gone off track and then coming back yeah that's what that's I'm what like that you, you said that so much better you go than off track and you come back that's right yeah and you you come back yeah remember life's not a straight Often. path it's like yes. a curvy windy hilly bumpy road um and so yes that was that was beautifully beautifully shared and said michelle love it you know what I just realized um, as I was watching you speak? What? You're also kind of wearing Eeyore colors. Oh my gosh, I am. So that's perfect. You are the company that you keep and you're a little bit Eeyore and I'm a little bit Tigger today. Well, we are the product of our surroundings. And when I woke up this morning to the rain and the clouds and the the wind and just all the things that are the energy that's happening around um, with the weather, it it put me in a little bit more of a quiet uh, low key mood. So look at that full circle moment yeah. here on this episode. Fantastic. I What's love it? it. Yeah. So anything else you'd like to share? Um, I just think that we love you so much. I'm really grateful that all of you are here and I am inspired 
to show up every single episode like this. And this one means they all mean a lot, but this one meant, I guess a little bit more to me today. Cause I've been thinking a lot about the company that we keep and the surroundings mm-hmm. and the whole idea of how we're influenced, um, by the people, the things that we do and the places that we are and where we bring our attention because I've been spending so much time thinking about where do I want my attention to be and what do I want my intentions to be. So it's just making me feel very loving and very grateful. So thank you all so much for being here with us week after week. Yeah, and just remember that you are enough and you're worthy and you're lovable exactly as you are. You don't have to change yourself or chameleon yourself or shape shift into something else and I do really believe even though this is a lifelong journey but the more that you show up as yourself you know the right people come along and they come to stay and so it might be that you are in a phase or maybe you only have one or a few people that you feel like really get you but I think the more that you keep putting yourself out there as who you are you do like like attracts like and you will start to call in the people who who are meant to be there and who want to be there and who want to support you and, and be present to who you are exactly as you are. So just remember that if you're, you know, struggling to to find those people or to be, you know, feel like you can show up as yourself, but you're always worthy, you're always enough. And um, we're grateful for all of you. I think... What you just said is really powerful because when you can actually be who you are and know that you are enough, that's where we, that's where the magic I think in life happens. We start to actually learn and grow and become because we're not ever saying, you know, don't keep growing and learning and becoming the greatest version of yourself. What we're saying is you already are enough. And I'll start with that as the baseline. And you're just peeling back the layers of the onion. Yeah. Well, this was lovely. Thank Thank you. you. So nice to be with you on this rainy day, yeah. you little Eeyore. Yeah. Ticker. <laughs> bouncy, bouncy, I'll take a picture bouncy, bouncy, and I'll post it of uh, what of we're what we wearing. Like. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much, everyone, for, um, again, as always, listening and being a part of this community and being so wonderful. You know, we really, really do love chatting with you every single week. It's It's such a joy. So thank you for being a participant in this conversation. Thank you for your presence. I love that. Your present is our present. Your presence is our present. Um, If you would like to stay in touch with us, and we we hope you do, please make sure you're following us on social media, at Peaceful Barb, at Michelle Maros, at Barb Knows Best Pod. That's the best and easiest way to stay in touch. Uh, Send us messages, questions, comments, concerns, and also potential topics for this podcast. And of course, as always, if you haven't already, please make sure that you are liked and subscribed to the podcast so you can get updates on new episodes and always be up to date. Um, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't yet already, make sure you give us a five-star rating. And if you're feeling extra generous, a raving review of your podcast experience with us. It brings a huge smile to our face and uh, we really, really appreciate it when we see those come through. So thank you in advance for that. Thank you, mother, for being with me, being with us. 
Thank you all for listening. And we look forward to chatting with you next week because as we know, Barb knows best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.